This podcast features adults drinking beer and using adult language. You've been warned. to the Tashi Station Brew House. Uh, you may have noticed we didn't get a regular episode out last month. Uh, that was due to a confluence of uh, Kristen going out on vacation and my folks coming into town, so we couldn't quite make that one work, but we wanted to get something out to you anyways, um, just in the interim uh, until Kristen gets back. Uh, so we're going to do a little mini episode here. It's just me this week, or this uh, for, for this show. Um, we're going to be reworking, uh, the first beer I made for the Pico Brew system, which was a Sinjir themed beer. Um, so we'll, uh, just dive in here and see what we get. Uh, the Sinjir themed beer, uh, I called the, uh, Sinjir's Wrath IPA. Uh, it's, uh, it's a big, strong, uh, American IPA. I'm using the Pico Crafter here. Um, I liked it a lot, um, and I, normally I don't say this, but uh, this one could have afforded to be a little more bitter. It came out a little bit too much on the sweet, uh, fruity side um, on the flavor profile, so I want to dial the sweetness back a touch and up the bitter uh, just a bit on this. So I'm pulling up the... Uh, Pulling up the Singer's Wrath IPA in the Pico Brew Crafter here. Um, the grain profile I'm pretty much going to leave as is, though I actually want to dial the SRM down a little bit. Um, I was using a lot of Car uh, Crystal 80 for color here, so I'm actually going to uh, take this or uh, take the uh, Crystal 80 out, and I'm going to replace it with. Um, or uh, I'm I'm gonna take uh, the crystal lady out and replace it with uh, we're gonna try crystal sixty here, and uh, see what we get. Um, now crystal sixty gets us to an SRM of ten. Uh, it was at twelve before. I want to lighten this one up a little more, so I'm actually gonna die or uh, go for the crystal twenty and see what we get. So there we go. So I replaced the crystal 80 I used in the original recipe with uh, crystal 20 here, just three ounces. Uh, the rest of the grain profile is uh, 80 ounces of American two roll pale, uh, 10 and a half ounces of uh, carapils, and uh, just again, three ounces of the uh, crystal 20. Uh, so right now I'm at 8.2 on ABV. I'm at 60 IBUs and I'm at, um, Seven on SRM, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lighter colored uh, IPA. Okay, so let's move over to the hops, where I actually want to uh, make the biggest changes on this one. Um, I used a lot of uh, Citra on the flavoring, um, so I'm actually gonna dial the Citra back a bit here. Um, I'm use I use a uh, 0.3 ounces of Citra on the original recipe. Uh, we're going to take that away, and let me pull up my handy-dandy uh, chart I made here with the available uh, with the available hops. 
sorry, I had to pause that for a moment. I had forgotten to bring up the uh, bring up the sheet I made. So, um, uh, like we mentioned last time on the show, uh, the Pico the Pico Brew Freestyle Crafter uh, has a set list of ingredients. So, what I did was um, I uh, I built this uh, Google Google spreadsheet here uh, uh, with all of the ingredients, with all of the grains and hops uh, listed on it. And I used another application called Beersmith um, to uh, get just rough descriptions and SRM values um, for these ingredients. Uh, Beersmith is another great, great, great uh, brewing tool that you can pick up uh, for your own home brewing process. It's only like about $20 and it gives you access to this enormous library of uh, grains and hops descriptions. And it, it it's just another really invaluable tool uh, to help design your beer. Um, so uh, over on the sheet, I'm just going to pull up the hop side. And, uh, like I said, I removed some of the citra, uh, from this beer, uh, from the Sinjir beer, um, just because I came out a little too sweet for me. Um, so I'm going to replace that with, uh, with, yeah, let's see. Um, the options we have are Cascade, Centennial, Citrus, Saz, Summit, Simcoe, uh, Northern Brewer, and Amarillo. Um, and in looking at this one, I think I might want to add uh, some Simcoe. Um, well, nah. Yeah, a little bit of Simcoe, uh, just because I'm looking to trade a little bit of the uh, sweet I had in the original recipe uh, for a little bit more bitter. Now, I don't want to I don't want to bring it too bitter. I mean, for me personally, once you're north of about 80 IBUs, um, any kind of flavor you were trying to impart, at least for me, uh, anything you might be trying to impart there, it just gets lost in bitterness. So currently this one is at 60 IBUs. Um, so we're gonna add, uh, we're gonna add that Simcoe to the flavor uh, to the flavor um, profile there. So click and drag that in. Uh, so you we're still at sixty IBUs here. Um, I'm also gonna add a little bit of Simcoe uh, to the bittering phase. Um, that'll get us up to sixty five. Now I want to take this one up. I want to take this one up to seventy, which is kind of right on the ragged edge um, of uh, what of how bitter you want to, of how bitter you may want to make this. But again, we're we're theming this after Sinjirath Valus, who pretty bitter, snarky guy. So we'll, we'll we'll dial it up here for for the sake of theme. Um, so currently we're, so what we now have is, uh, we use 1.1 ounce of Summit as a bittering, uh, an additional two ounces of Simcoe as a bittering, uh, for flavor, we're using 0.2 ounces of Citra and we're using 0.1 ounces of Simcoe, uh, for Oma, for aroma, uh, 0.3 ounces of Citra and 0.2 ounces of Centennial. So right now the flavor pro, uh, the Pico, um, freestyle crafter is calling this, uh, flavors of citrus, tropical fruit and flora highlight this, uh, robust amber IPA that is very full bodied and very bitter. So this I think is right around where I wanted to get this one. Uh, we've increased the bitterness, uh, by 10 IBUs, um, which, it's yeah upper upper end for me um but works for this beer i think um 
SRM is dialed down to seven. It was originally at 12, so this is going to be a lighter looking beer. Um, let's take a look, see if I want to make any changes to the dry hops phase. Uh, in dry hops, we're currently using 0.3 ounces of Citra and 0.3 ounces of Amarillo. I may, I'm going to dial back, um, I'm going to dial back how much, uh, Amarillo we're using there. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take, uh, I'm actually going to take 0.1 ounces away from the Citra and Amarillo. And I'm going to add, oh, let's see here. Um, I'm actually going to go back to the Simcoe again. Um, so let's see. Up, oh, lost my tab. There it is. Uh, I'm going to add uh, just an ounce of Simcoe into the dry hops. Okay, so this is really going to wrap up the recipe for me here. Uh, so the Singer's Wrath IPA, and I'm going to mark this version t version two. Uh, it is currently being, being described as a very bitter amber IPA. Uh, it's big and big alcohol with citrus, tropical fruit, and floral notes. So again, right where right where I want this want this one to be uh, for version two, uh, eight point two ABV. Uh, 70 IBUs, SRM of 7. So I think this recipe is finished. Uh, we're going to save this one for later. Uh, save new. I don't want to overwrite the old one. Uh, and the only reason we're saving that one for later is I've already got two Pico packs on order. Uh, one is, and I, I know stunt. Um, it's a stunt IPA, and that's very much my Northwest trash hipster speaking there. Um, I've got a stunt IPA from the Pico Brew uh, Brewery. Um, it's ten. It's a double IPA, ten percent ABV. So it's going to be the strongest thing I've cooked with the Pico. Uh, the other one I've got though is a second Singer beer recipe that I thought about doing uh, for the blog, but um, wound up back burnering. Burnering it. Um, I've read a lot about uh, Northeast IPAs. They're also kind of known as hazies. Um, so uh, I, the hazy is kind of this bitter amber specialty IPA, um, and it's uh, I, I haven't had a whole bunch of them, so I wanted to try this and see what we get here. So I've got one uh, that's already pre-saved. I actually have on order. It's coming to me this week. Uh, called the hazy, called I'm calling it the Hazy Hull Stripper. Again, this is a second Singier Rathvelis themed beer. Uh, so uh, let me just run you over what um what this recipe looks like right now. Uh, it's a 7.5 ABV uh, hazy um, SRM of nine, 45 IBU. So this is way less bitter than the uh, Northwest IPAs that I know and love. Um. But still pretty strong. Uh, so this is going to be interesting. Um, this one is made with uh, 52 ounces of American two-row pale, uh, 20 ounces, or I'm um, sorry, four ounces of Crystal 20, uh, 24 ounces of Maris Otter malt, and 12 ounces of flaked oats as the grain base. Um, very different recipe than the uh, Singe Singer's Wrath IPA that we just finished up here. Uh, over at the hops, um, we're doing 0.8 ounces of Summit as the bittering. We're doing 0.3 ounces of Citra as uh, flavor and 0.3 ounces of Amarillo as flavor as well. Uh, for aroma, we're doing 0.2 ounces of Citra and 0.2 ounces of Amarillo. Uh, 
So uh, this is this is definitely going to be a much less bitter, much sweeter, uh, sweeter beer than the one than the uh, Singer's Wrath IPA. Uh, dry hops. Uh, we're doing 0.3 ounces of Citra and 0.3 ounces of Amarillo. So yeah, this is not going to be a knock you on your face bitter beer, which I think. Uh, uh, there, there are a lot of bitter IPAs with some slight uh, stone fruit tones at the end. Uh, that's a big trend in brewery right now, and those are great. I like bitter IPAs, but there's more out there than just bitter IPAs. Um, so I want to give this, I want to give this uh, New England hazy style IPA a shot. Uh, just because it is a change of pace from a lot of stuff I normally get. Um, so this is the Hazy Hull Stripper. Uh, I've got this one, again, on order. Uh, I should be brewing it sometime in the next month. Uh, and I'll have the recipe for, again, this one and the Singer's Wrath IPA on the post for uh, this podcast episode. So TashiStation.net, seek out this post. You'll see the recipe I use, so you can plug it into the Pico uh, Freestyle Maker yourself. Um, So yeah, those are the two recipes that I've got uh, kind of percolating right now. I uh, wanted to talk real quick before we go here. Again, this is just a little short episode 1.5 until we wait for uh, Kristen to get back. I wanted to talk real quick about, you know, just uh, kind of what I'm drinking lately. Um, I've talked about it before, but uh, Elysian Space Dust for me is, is one of the best readily available IPAs that you can find uh, just at any grocery store across the country. So that's oh that's always a good standby to have. Uh, another one I really enjoy that's fairly easy to get a hold of is Dogfish Head 90 Minute IPA. Uh, yeah, I know IPA theme, big surprise for me. Um, it's a it's a strong it is a really strong IPA, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't taste like a super strong one. Um, so if you can track that down, I definitely would uh, definitely recommend it. Um, I've been into a big Belgian triple kick lately. Um, I was over at uh, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar over on Disney Springs. If you're not sure, if you haven't heard of that before, over at Disney Springs, which is kind of the free shopping district at the Walt Disney World Resort, um, there's an Indiana Jones-themed bar uh, named after uh, Indiana Jones's pilot in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, jo Jock Lindsay. Um Great place to great place to hang out. Um, I and theming there is just wonderful. I love just sitting down there sometimes with my laptop and just working on a project planning uh, for like of Dyson droids or some other tabletop stuff. Um, but in any, in any case, uh, while we were there, um, they had uh, Victory Golden Monkey um, on tap, which was uh, one I hadn't seen them have before. It's one I really enjoy. Uh, it's a Belgian triple. Um, and if you haven't tried Belgian triples before, they are great. Uh, they've got these sort of nice sweet and spicy tones to them, and they're surprisingly strong for these really light uh, or light colored beers. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for a way to get strong beers, but you're tired of the big trend of IPAs punching you in the face with hops and bitterness, uh, give a Belgian triple a try. Uh, give there are some. There are also nice uh, specialty sisons out there that you can um, that you can try as well. Uh, there's one uh, over 
in uh, near Daytona um, out here, uh, Tomoka Farms Brewery. They have this great, great, great Sison. Uh, it's it, it, it's got a really interesting uh, profile where it you don't expect to get uh, you don't expect to get a really spicy kick when you try a beer, but this one does. But it doesn't go overboard with it. I wish I could remember the name of it. Uh, next time I'm there, I'll look and. Uh, and uh, and tweet that. Um, speaking of tweet, uh, we do have a Twitter account now. You can find us with t at t t s brewhouse. Uh, we post our various beer escapades there. Uh, Kristen's actually off in the uh, great land of Canada right now, enjoying many beers that I am jealous of. Uh, so give a follow there to see what we're up to. Um, We'll also post updates on when we're recording, who we're going to have on, and speaking of guests we're going to have on, later this month we will have uh, Photoshop wizard Heath uh, Williams joining us to brew presumably a Zuvio beer uh, that we promise will be more than just an empty pint glass, we promise. Uh, talk a little uh, Yankee baseball, um, uh, World Cup soccer, uh and uh, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of Star Wars and a little bit of uh, Zuvio beer brewing. So that's what's next on the agenda for us. We'll be doing that again uh, when Kristen gets home. Um, some other stuff that we're going to be uh, up to. Uh, well, we we do have uh, we are considering some uh, other beers. Um, a pumpkin beer is kind of my white whale right now. I'm trying to figure out how to do that with uh, the Pico system and. I think I've got I think I've got a way we can do a pumpkin style beer uh, that uh, hits it more of the cinnamon or the more of the pumpkin pie cinnamon nutmeggy uh, tones without actually having to use pumpkin puree uh, as part of the process because I have not figured out how to do that. Uh, there may be a way eventually that we can introduce pumpkin puree as part of the um, part of the secondary fermentation process but for now i think the first thing we're going to try or i want to try anyways is uh using things like nutmeg clove and cinnamon uh, those classic pumpkin spices uh to see if we can make a uh, pumpkin ale so stay tuned we might be talking about that on a future episode of uh, ts brew house um i am not one of those snobs that hates pumpkin beers I love pumpkin beers, and if you don't like them, step off. They're great. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to kind of wrap up what we're doing on this little mini episode. Uh, again, for the Singer's Wrath IPA version 2 and the Hazy Hull Stripper, I have the recipe. Uh, I'll have the recipe up in the post for this episode, TashiStation.net. Head over there. Uh, again, you can find us on Twitter with... Um, T.S. Brewhouse, that's uh, the official account for this show. Uh, I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. -E. Kristen is It's Keeks, I-T-S-K-E-E-K-S. -E -E uh, we're available again on the Tashi Station podcast network. Um, Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed is where you can find this show and all of our others. We are now available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Uh, Tashi Station Brewhouse, just search for us at uh, whatever you use to find your podcast. We have our own dedicated feed now. 
Uh, so you can subscribe to us there and get more beer updates from us every month as we brew uh, new, fun, silly themed beers for our favorite Star Wars things. Uh, thanks for listening to this. Again, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks uh, when Kristen gets back for a regular full episode. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch you all next time. So long.